Hey, this is the Grow to Amazing Podcast. This is Tony Mays, and today is my word of the week, and the word of the week for this week is hope. And I really didn't want to do this podcast today, um, uh, and I'll try and fill in some of that, uh, but I felt I needed to and I had to, and so i got to fall back on my faith and along with that is a strong sense of hope that things are going to get better and uh, there are some personal things going on right now not directly with me but with a certain part of my family that is pretty devastating in a lot of ways and I can't talk about it right now and I apologize for that, um, but it is hitting me in a lot of places that um, I didn't. It was definitely something uh, that wasn't expected, but I'm trying to keep moving forward and trying to keep doing things and I can't shut down like I want to and or like as my usual reaction, that's kind of my Enneagram type four personality is to just lock everybody out while I deal with it. And I can't do that with three kids and a wife and a, and a business and work and things like that. So, so I am falling back on my faith and hope and the love of my family. And um, let's get through this. So Hope is that feeling of expectation and a desire for a certain thing to happen or a feeling of trust. And that's pretty cut and dried, but I try to make it more real than that. And just a couple of quotes that I'm bad about. Hope is one thing that can get us through the darkest of times. Hope is the last thing ever lost from an Italian proverb. Desmond Tutu, hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. And that is something that I'm clinging to today along with my faith, that what's going on, we will get through this and that it will come out better in the end and that God will make us make it better in the end good gosh am i going to be able to make it even through this but um hope is something i've really had issues with in my life because it kind of goes along with my depression of not being able to see the good side of the future and the good side of life and wallowing in despair and so I am fighting that right now with everything that I've got and I'm trying to work through that and see, take it one day, one hour, one minute at a time as we work through this and be able to find the other side of it. And so stick with me as I as I just kind of go through this it's because it's always been something I've struggled with that hope I think it's also weakened my faith at times 
and I just haven't relied on God and given my issues to him as much as I wish I could. I know that as Romans 8, 27 through 29 says, nothing can no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I'm convinced that neither death, I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus our Lord. And that is the important message to remember is that we just have to be able to rely on God when things get like this and know that there is hope that there is hope for the future and that we're not going to be cut off from God as part of it. Proverbs 23:18. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. Got to be able to see beyond the present moment. Got to be able to see that there's a future and that you can get there with God's help. And this is a prime instance of when that is super hard to see. And I apologize for beating around the bush, but I really can't talk more about it right now. For those of you that might be family that are listening, um, reach out to me separately and I'll tell you what I can. But it's something... Oh, I got to stop there. So... But hope is one of those things that you've got to be able to pull out when times like this, when times suck. You've got to be able to set aside the depression, set aside the anger, set aside the sadness, the the anxiety, the crazy, scary feelings that come up in your heart and be able to hope and just trust that there is a better time coming. And I think when you get blindsided by stuff like I was, it makes it 10 times worse even. I mean, there's times you can see it coming and it gives you a chance to prepare, it gives you a chance to talk and to pray and to work through it. But when you don't see it coming is when you've got to have even more hope and even more faith and that's where I've struggled over the years. And I'm not sure what else to say about that, but how I've worked through that is, like I said a little bit ago, I've got to break it down and not just try to take it all in one big gulp, like the next six months. What's going to happen in the next six months? I can't worry about that. I can only take care of what's right in front of me right now and try to, as who, I don't know, Vince Scully or somebody, not Vince Scully, matriculate the ball down the field a little bit, one yard per play, and just try to make some progress and just take a deep breath 
and another deep breath and another deep breath and as many as I need to get past the anxiety that's just filling my chest right now. And so that's how I work through it. There's been a couple times in my life when it's been like this. Thankfully, not more than that. Which is funny because even when I had my health scares was nothing like this. For some reason, I was scared, but I wasn't feeling like this. And I think maybe because it was my body that was having issues that it that helped me to accept what was going on a little bit better and that I knew there were doctors that could fix what was wrong with me. And so it didn't seem like this. And so the the feelings of anxiety, the feelings of being so scared of being hopeless didn't come in those instances, but they've come in a couple instances. One when my first marriage fell apart. And part of what defines you or defined me was that marriage and my investment in it. And to feel that fall apart around you is devastating. Second one was when we had some issues with Adam and he chose not to be at our house for a while. And I don't blame him for that. I am happy. We all came stronger out of it in the end because of that and got him some help that he needed. And it was an eye opener for Jill and I to that our lives needed reassessment and our faith needed reassessment and growth. And so I'm hoping that in the end that we can make, there's that word hope. I'm hoping in the end that this one can also be made out of that. Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering persevere in prayer, which means pray constantly through this, be patient. And I also try to fall back on, on some of the Stoic philosophies too, of you've got to try to separate the emotion from what's happening. And in cases like this, it is next to impossible, but You've got to try because that's the only way to take a deep breath and not get paralyzed by it. And so talking with God constantly, telling him, even though he already knows how I'm feeling, I've got to verbalize it and get it out there and be able to have that conversation with him to help with the suffering. And I'm reading, I mean, this is from bayshorechurch.org, some quotes on hope, and some of the sentences I've said have been theirs. So I'm trying to attribute that at least. But the pro one of the sentences in, in there is, 
The process of prayer can help give us a new direction to fulfill our hopes. And so that's where that prayer comes from is, is not just talking to God though, but prayer can also be just being quiet and listening and breathing and being open to a new direction. Might not be the exact you know, voice of God speaking to you, but it can be a suggestion. It can be a path to take to help move forward. So how can we, this is something that is not going to go away overnight. This is something that's going to be around for a while. So the second, so second Corinthians 4, 17 through 18, for this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Because we look at not what can be seen, but what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. And so that's a message of faith as well as hope. But we have to be able to look at the long game and invest for the long game, not just monetarily in our real life, but faith-wise, preparing the path every step of the way we go. Even in our sadness and anger and brokenness, we trust that the good we do is not in vain. So just because we may have made mistakes, we may have failed the path that we've been trying to walk with God, whatever that might be, it doesn't mean that we're lost forever. You can start at any point doing good and, and walking that path of faith and righteousness and justification and grace. And God is always there for us. And I know that and I believe that. That's just one of my weaknesses is to turn 100% inward and try to deal with it that way. It's only until I open up my heart and my ears and my eyes and my soul that I, that I do start to make progress, though. And... So I know that there are better times coming. I know that tomorrow will be better than today. I know that next week will be even better. Hallelujah, I'm looking forward to seeing family. Um, but that doesn't mean right now it doesn't suck. But taking those deep breaths, getting a walk out in God's world, talking to him, breathing, listening, and leaning on those and being there for those that are also suffering is how you turn that path around. And so I don't know if that's the best message on hope that I could have ever given. It's certainly not what I expected to talk about today. And to be honest, with the way things are going, I wasn't going to do it anyway. I wasn't going to even publish this, but I thought I owed it. And... Jill reminded me that I owe you. And so I appreciate that beyond any measure that I can properly express. So if I can talk about it more in the future, I will. But like me, have hope. 
that times are going to get better, that things are going to get better, and that that uh, this is not the end, that this is just a beginning in certain ways of, of where the path is walking. So see if I can find one more good. The unfailing goodness of God, Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And Jesus taught us to live with a mantra of hope and faith and grace. So one last sentence from Bayshore Church. Real hope inspires us to keep working and doing the right thing, even when our efforts appear fruitless and doubts assail us. Biblical hope is absolute trust in the unfailing goodness of God, whatever happens. And so that's what I've got to fall back on today. That's what that's what we have to fall back on right now. And I ask, I ask you to think about that and rely on that and believe in that as part of what you're doing. So I'm going to stop here, I think. But always have hope. There is always a new path. There is always a new direction we can take. So for Gordo Amazing, this is Tony. Out. Mm -hmm.